0: We are back.
1: You probably thought this was over. You were wrong.
0: You can't get rid of us that easily.
1: You can't. You almost did. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: A lot has gone on since I think the two months since we've had an episode. Right? Oh, God, <laughs> uh, there, was so an there was an that election.
0: There was an election.
1: That went well. And then things went not so well.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> the election went Things well. Got dark. Then it was not so well.
1: I feel like oh, and then I got COVID. That was fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right as we were like starting to plan to start recording again. Yeah. Like we're
1: like, okay, end of the new year or end of the year, not end of the new year. <laughs> At the beginning of the new year we're going to start fresh and then COVID. <laughs> It's cool, guys. I'm good. I can't smell anything except the occasional whiff of, like, poo or cigarette smoke, so yay. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: really (laughs) shitty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, other than that, I mean, we're ready to rumble. Yeah. So we, on a whim, decided this is the season premiere of season two of Murder Mystery. (laughs) Season two. I guess. Welcome. Welcome to season two. That's the thing now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: seasons of order mystery
1: seasons of disorganization yeah and so this week we are going to be doing an episode on indonesia yeah i'm excited
0: i am too it was so much
1: (laughs) it was very interesting well i don't have like a ton so maybe that balances it out a little bit andrew's rubbing it in right now we are on video for the first time in a while and he is drinking dutch brothers coffee which is not available in my area <laughs> so he's just like <laughs> sipping and he's currently trying to convince me to move to arizona so he's like "Ooh, look at the dutch Ooh, brothers.
0: dutch bros i earlier i sent her a, a, a voice message like i'm gonna get dutch bros and you could have it too if you lived here
1: <laughs> yeah if only that were like the only reason i needed to just up and move across the country I know I mean there are other reasons <laughs> yeah this week's episode has also been paired with a cocktail that is brought to you by pineapplesandcoconuts.com
0: which Ooh. just sounds like a great time sounds like a pina colada
1: <laughs> no sadly it was not <laughs> and I am not currently drinking it we'll get into that in a little bit it's called the sweet and spicy rambutan cocktail have you ever had a rambutan no no they are creepy looking and creepy feeling on the outside. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the pink hairy looking fruit?
0: Oh, those? And then you
1: like open it and there's like a little white eyeball <laughs> in oh, the middle. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually really really good. Just don't keep them in the fridge cuz they get gross. <laughs> so there's two reasons I chose this cocktail. For one, rambutan's are a fruit native to Indonesia. So there you go. <laughs> and they were also on sale this week at Trader Joe's. Okay. So. <laughs> Helpful. So uh, this is one of the most elaborate cocktails that we've had on the show besides the Greenlandic coffee, which was beautiful. Chef's kiss. <laughs> but um, I thought I'd start this season out with a bang, I guess. So Internally. first what you do. Yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> So first what you're going to do is peel and set aside 12 rambutons and uh, seed them as well. There is a pit in the center. So, And then you're going to make a lime simple syrup, which we have featured a blackberry simple syrup on the show before, but now we have a lime simple syrup. So you're going to make that, and that can you can find any, like, lime simple syrup recipe online. Then, <laughs> go down to the actual recipe part. So in a shaker glass, you're going to muddle some sliced jalapenos, some ginger, and rambutans with all of your might. And also, I don't have, like, the proper muddling equipment, so I definitely muddled with the handle of my rolling pin. <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was interesting. So, and then you try and like get as much as the juice strained out of that as possible, and just discard like all the gross bits, <laughs> the fruity bits, and then you shake that up with four ounces of white rum, two ounces of triple sec, and two tablespoons of that simple lime syrup or lime simple syrup. It's a simple, simple lime, lime syrup. syrup.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you shake that and pour it over ice. It was it was sweet, not as sweet as you would want it to be because it also had a very not like spicy per se taste but a very like pepper taste like a bell pepper taste okay and i was like "Eh." but then now i have like tremendous heartburn so i know that's like a glowing recommendation for our (laughs) cocktail this week but maybe i i mean i have a really sensitive stomach so maybe other people can stomach this better but yep that's this week's cocktail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds delicious.
1: It's I'm going to take the name of the cocktail and use it as a term in, of endearment from now on. My little sweet and spicy rambutan.
0: <laughs> My little sweet and spicy rambutan. Oh, Aww.
1: I like it. <laughs> oh, I like yeah, it. So As I try and nurse my burning stomach back to health with ice water, I'm going to listen to Andrew's story.
0: (laughs) Uh, So while looking into Indonesia, I found out there are actually multiple different mythologies littered throughout depending on where you are and since i am super into looking into whatever cosmology there is within each mythology i wanted to try and find something that could be related to hungarian cosmology since we all know that's my favorite
1: Oh, okay. So you're going to try and compare the two?
0: Uh, not necessarily because I wasn't able to find any <laughs> Turns out they're
1: not similar at all.
0: <laughs> uh, but I did find a, lo- uh, uh, a bunch of creation myths, and I wanted to go over a couple of those.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So the first creation myth we are going to discuss is that of the Dayak. I think I said that right. The, okay. the Dayak people came to be when they came out of the ground in Middle Earth from a battle of cosmic proportions. This battle was between a male and female serpent, or also described as a bird slash dragon thing. Of course. Oh, yeah. That's Just- what I pictured. <laughs> <laughs> this battle was said to end in a procreative murder.
1: Wait. Wait. Isn't that an oxymoron? Right. <laughs> A procreative murder. Okay.
0: Basically. That makes no sense. <laughs> the universe in all its glory was born from all the body parts of this couple.
1: Ew. So Just like all sewn together. I, I don't. Haphazardly. I,
0: I think it was more like this finger falls here and turns into this thing
1: oh so they're like all strewn all over the place
0: yeah so like as they were murdering each other they were ripping each other apart and just as their body parts became detached and fell it just turned into mountains the ocean people trees oh
1: creepy I'm never going to look at the earth the same way again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just one massive dead body. (laughs) I
1: already assume that there's dead bodies everywhere. Did you ever do that? You drive down the road and you're like, there's probably a dead body.
0: (laughs) I wonder if there's a dead body in those woods over there. Oh, that's that's a big field. Joke's
1: on you. The woods are the dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) This... uh, the seasons relationships between people whether everything we experience or witness throughout the world is meant to be a harmonious re-experience of the universe's creation through this battle
1: oh okay
0: maybe that's I why guess. we always end up falling apart sometimes
1: yeah i was going to say well then that explains why we have such like sorrow on top of all the happy things like where there is creation there is destruction
0: so yeah with happy comes bad
1: oh my god this is making me understand picasso so much more now because i think he said something like from destruction comes creation or creation can only come from destruction And then he was real into, like, body parts all over the place, not making sense.
0: Right? There's some connections Called it abstract.
1: Oh, maybe he was super into Indonesian mythology.
0: Possibly. (laughs) Uh, I mean.
1: I'll ask him at my next seance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. You're going to have to let me know how that goes. (laughs) Uh, Will do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Note to self, learn how to do a seance.
0: Uh, Must summon Picasso.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just on my to do list. Get groceries, summon Picasso. (laughs) Learn
0: how to seance. (laughs) 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 All right. The second one we will talk about is the Batak. Batak. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm sure <laughs>
1: i know you want to up talk about buttocks, buttocks. but
0: <laughs> it's the butt creation myth <laughs> oh in this myth there was only sky and a great sea at the beginning of time the and ass, g- ass and night. ass <laughs> the sky the sea and ass <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no S was was harmed or used in the making of this creation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, the gods lived in the sky. Go figure. And the underworld dragon, Naga Padoha, lived in the sea. The beginning of creation stood a god, Mula Jari Nabolon, Balon, bol- bol- am I hate not being able to pronounce things. Um, which roughly translates translates to beginning of becoming. Basically, everything can be traced back to this guy. Mulajari made his home in the upper world and has three sons. Uh, this is where it gets a little interesting. His sons were born from eggs that were laid by a hen that Mulajari fertilized. Oh. Not quite sure how that worked, but we were just going to roll with it.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know how that worked. So.
0: <laughs> Throughout this creation, there are two swallows that played the role of messengers and helpers to Mulajari. Some time passes and then becomes then decides to have three daughters, which somehow end up becoming the wives of his three sons. Ew. And through the union. I mean, union... I
1: know the pickings are slim, <laughs> but come on.
0: <laughs> through the union of these siblings came us humans.
1: So great. We're all products of incest. I mean, I guess technically. I mean, that would
0: be true regardless. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, this is where we get into the fun story of how the Earth was created. We're still in the same ba- Batak creation myth. And we're
1: all still in the same buttocks.
0: Yep, all in the all in the same butt.
1: Oh my god, we're gonna get an angry letter from Indonesia. Like, stop with the buttock talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay, Sedeak, uh Parujar, daughter of the god Batara Guru, is directly responsible for this. She fled from her husband to be a lizard-shaped dude and let herself descend upon the middle world on a spun thread oh, into okay. water, since there was still only water at this point. Yeah. Uh, she was just not having that married life, and out of compassion, her granddad, Mullah gave her just a handful of dirt so that she may find a place to make her home. The kicker was that she had to spread out the dirt, making the earth very broad and long. After doing all this, she decided she wanted to chill out, but wasn't really able to since she managed to create this land on top of Naga Podoha's head. Naga began to roll around trying to get rid of this land and almost succeeded. Sedeok enlisted the help of her granddad and defeated the underworld dragon by stabbing him with the sword and putting him into an iron block.
1: That'll do it.
0: Yep. With this, it's said that earthquakes happen whenever Naga Padoha twists and turns in the block. This event is happening because this god got pissed off at this one and decided that the curse that they put on this one was going to impact this other god.
1: (laughs) That was a lot to follow, but I followed it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so uh, remember the intended husband, uh, the lizard-shaped dude? Yes. Okay. Well, he eventually changes names and form and is able to successfully marry Sadiak. In this union, they have twins, a boy and a girl, and then leave them to go back to the sky when they are grown. And that, my friends, is how us humans came to be, by the twins of Sadiak and her husband of a different name doing the dirty many times.
1: And then they left behind just one brother and sister set to procreate. I'm assuming with each other, Mm-hmm. and inhabit the planet.
0: The precise phrasing of that uh, from where I was where I read it was incestuous meeting or whatever or something like that.
1: <laughs> incestuous liaison. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but it's not unlike any stories we've heard before with, you know, a certain dude named Adam, a little lady named Eve.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it seems to be a recurring theme in, like, all mythologies is mm-hmm. incest.
1: Well, I mean, again, the the pickens were slim back then. <laughs> very
0: true. Very true. And that's it. That's it for the, the creation myths. Now comes a time where we put ourselves in the corner.
1: No. Patrick Swayze's here?
0: No no no. 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 The creature corner. Creature corner. Yeah, the creature corner that is.
1: I thought we were putting baby in the corner.
0: No no no. But we don't do that here. We no, don't. We, we don't put baby in the corner.
1: <laughs> right, right. We don't do that. Okay. No,
0: we, we put, the creature the corner.
1: Corner, <laughs> put the creatures in the corner. Put the creatures <laughs> in the corner. One day he'll have a theme song for this section. Creature corner. Creature corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah it's creature corner what creatures have we got today for creature
0: creatures (laughs) this first one is kind of funny considering the current eat the rich mentality going around
1: oh okay
0: yeah so the bobby neopet i think i said that incorrectly um
1: bobby neopet
0: This creature is believed to be a person who practices black magic so that they can become rich. The catch with this is that they must sacrifice something in order to achieve their wealth. Well, in this, the only sacrifice they can make is their humanity. In order to be rich, they must allow themselves to turn into a boar. (laughs) Opening up their bodies to be possessed by a boar demon. Like...
1: (laughs) Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> like
0: a werewolf, but a boar instead. A,
1: werep- a wereboar. <laughs>
0: a wereboar. All I could think about when I was reading that was like, oh my god, all rich people are pigs. Eat the rich! <laughs> yes. Oh my Looks gosh. like we're having ham so tonight. Poetic.
1: Okay, they're going to be rich, but they're pigs. What does a boar do with wealth?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's a symbol of greed.
1: Why even practice this dark magic if you're just going to become a boar?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're such a boar. <laughs> eh,
1: seems worth it. Right. I want to be rich.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't care what it takes.
0: Just turn me into a boar. Make me rich. <laughs> but don't eat me. Okay, that's cannibalism. Speaking of cannibalism. Oh. Yay. Wow, that was a nice segue. <laughs> uh next we have the layak. This creature is a flying head with entrails still attached, you know, like the lungs, heart, liver, stomach, etc.
1: Just hanging off of a head? Just
0: hanging off of a head with super Ew. long with a super long tongue and massive fangs. No. Yes. <laughs> These things fly around in search for pregnant women so they can try to suck the baby's blood or possibly eat the newborn baby.
1: Why? It's just going to go right through you.
0: (laughs) I mean, everything else is still attached. It's just hanging there.
1: I guess guess it just doesn't have an outer shell. (laughs) So they probably digest at the normal rate. (laughs) <laughs>
0: layaks came Layaks came to be from humans who also practice black magic.
1: Oh, you guys Chill you're out. using black magic for the wrong reasons. Yes.
0: <laughs> um but instead of the desire to become rich, they have cannibalistic tendencies. Oh. So if you have cannibalistic tendencies and you use black magic, you're gonna turn into a layak. Other than searching for pregnant women to feed on their babies, they are also known to chill out in graveyards and feed on the dead.
1: Oh, like that! I feel like is better. So they're already dead. Right.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: waste not.
0: You don't have to hunt them down; they're already there.
1: Exactly.
0: They can also turn themselves into animals. Of course. In reference, they also referenced that they could turn into pigs.
1: Oh, okay. So if you encounter a pig, it's either one that was a cannibal or one that just wanted to be rich.
0: (laughs) Yep. Okay. (laughs) During the day, they can walk around like a normal human, but when night falls, their head and entrails break free from the rest of the body and take flight. Uh, That's horrifying.
1: Does it all... Oh, God, I don't even...
0: Like, I I just imagined... So, like, someone who is a layac just going to bed, like, what if they don't even know?
1: <laughs> Instead of sleepwalking, their head just attaches and all their innards leave at night.
0: Yeah, like, does their body like stay an empty shell until like it's about to become morning, and it just makes its way and just shoves everything back in?
1: I guess. It would be really funny. You know how people set up cameras to like watch themselves sleepwalking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What if they set up their camera and they're like, oh my God, what the fuck? What the fuck am I doing?
0: (laughs) Who am I? (laughs) Kill it with fire. (laughs) Kill me with fire. (laughs) (laughs) Kill me with (laughs) fire.
1: I don't know how I would respond. Burn the tape. (laughs)
0: <laughs> burn the tape kill me with fire and then burn the tape
1: <laughs> in fact burn the tape with me yeah exactly waste not waste not a good fire
0: you do realize that we're gonna have like younger listeners who don't even know what burn the tape means oh my god lastly we have the haunt you air this is actually translated to spirit of the water I probably said that second word incorrectly. The air one.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) These are unseen inhabitants of water, like lakes, swamps, ponds, and even ditches. Hantu air typically don't communicate with humans unless it is regarding the well-being of the environment. Those exchanges can either be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on what is going on. They can also be linked to horrible things happening to people people going missing, drowning, floods, maybe even mudslides. The possibilities are really endless.
1: So it it, it is the water or like it lives within the water? It what lives, does it look
0: like? It lives within the water. It, there's really no description. It's just like it's you don't see it.
1: Mm. And it like it's lives. It's just like a paranormal entity.
0: Yeah. It's like a, it's okay. just a spirit. All right. I that thought of like it. Lady in the Water. Like maybe mm. it's, like, a representation, like, a, another, like, manifestation of the lady in the water. Scalabar! <laughs> make an Indonesian. And that was the end of Creature Corner! Creature Corner! <laughs> Creature Corner! ba
1: na Next week, I'll bring my ukulele, and I'll be like, Creature
0: Corner! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Next thing on my list, learn to play (laughs) ukulele. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you were talking a minute ago, by the way, I wanted (laughs) this popped into my head. So about millennials, or not millennials, young generations not knowing what a tape is. This is how you know if someone is like way younger than you. You ask them if you were to pretend to be on a phone call, how do you hold your hand? <laughs> uh, because we do this and kids do this. It's a flat hand up against their face like a freaking like, smartphone. Or like
0: they're holding a, a
1: or like a holding phone. it, yeah. But we do like
0: the, the thumb and the handset. <laughs> <laughs> we take the we take the hang loose sign and we just yeah. Put a hey, thumb into our that's ear.
1: That's <laughs> another thing. Like, I'll randomly flash the hang loose sign, and Ian's like, well, What, what, is, what that? is that? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Mom, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you
1: he so... walks around like it's all dabs all the time. And of course, dab means something totally different <laughs> to me. But.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so, my story. <laughs> before I get way too off track. So I'm talking about Weiwei Gomble, and I hope that was correct. I looked up every, you know, Indonesian word, but that nothing really came up for the pronunciation for that. So this story comes from ancient Javanese folklore, which begins with a married couple, and they were married for a while, but after years of trying to conceive a child, the husband realized that the wife was barren and no longer loved her. No. I what I want to know is how did he know she was the barren one? how do you know right. you're not the issue, buddy? Can you Wait. can you look at it? he's like, I know my sperm count. <laughs> how do you <laughs> the, know you're the sir. issue? I know.
0: You can have a high sperm count, but they could be blanks.
1: I was tested before we were married. <laughs> Previous marriage, maybe. <laughs> Where are your eggs? Eventually, he stopped coming home as much. He began disappearing for days at a time. I think we all know where this is going. So he would just leave her alone there at home to wallow in her loneliness. And one day when he was leaving the house, she was like, all right, I'm going to follow this bitch and figure out where he's going on these long absences. So she was probably not surprised, but very hurt to find that her husband was having an affair with another woman. She was so hurt and angry that she killed that motherfucker.
0: He had it or. coming.
1: He had it coming. He only had his so get to Gotta flip pages.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Transition music.
1: <laughs> so the villagers found out that the wife murdered her husband. And naturally, they sided with the dead, adulterating husband. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. Because,
1: and they chased the wife from the village in an angry mob.
0: Rude. She should have killed them all.
1: Yeah, that's actually how the story should have gone. (laughs) Unfortunately, um, due to becoming a social pariah for doing the damn right thing, by the way. Yeah. Don't fucking cheat (laughs) on your wife. Fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. She then took her own life. So, who knows what happened to the man after he was killed? We apparently don't talk about what happened to him in the afterlife, but yeah, who fucking cares about that guy anyway. So when the wife died <laughs> uh when the wife died, she became an angry and vengeful spirit named Weiwei Gombel. yes, oh, Weiwei is easy to recognize as she has a very unique physique oh no, unique physique. <laughs> To put it the best way I can, <laughs> her tits hang low. They wobble to the flow. She can tie them in a knot. She can tie them in a bow.
0: <laughs> she can,
1: <laughs> she can...
0: <laughs> throw them over her shoulder.
1: Yes, like a continental soldier.
0: <laughs> her boobies do hang low.
1: And and they're shaped like Papayas! <laughs> <laughs> papayas! <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and send Andrew a photo here of Weiwei Gamble. Yes, please. <laughs> she also has hooves for feet, but nobody talks about that at all. Because, like, why would you when you've got, like, four uh. foot long
0: breasts? <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> what she
1: has them In draped around her arms fu- like a feather
0: boa, like a fucking shawl. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> hang on, <laughs> it's McGee here. <laughs>
1: oh my god, those are some those
0: awesome. boobs are what the wacky waving inflatable arm <laughs> tube men, and, and, if- like, aspire to be.
1: If they made a female <laughs> version, that's what it would be. <laughs> oh God!
0: Yes. Why so, does it like she like... has a pair of balls?
1: <laughs> yeah, that does. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> I think it's her pubes. I think she just has like a really glorious bush. That is... Very well groomed. Oh my god, her nipples are hilarious. Anyways. <laughs> and then she's got like goat feet. <laughs> she's glorious. Okay.
0: And those claws. So, oh hi girl, who did your nails? Send me oh the number. <laughs>
1: Gotta grab those nips with something.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So
1: Weiwei Gamble nests in the crown of a palm tree, specifically the Aranga Pinata palm, which is native to Indonesia. Weiwei remembers that in life she was unable to mother a child. So she spends her evenings abducting children and tucking them in under her... Go, go, gadget boobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> her breasticles.
1: <laughs> her breasticles. She swaddles them up in her boobs and disappears into the night.
0: Wraps them up, rolls them in them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a sleeping bag. It's okay. Like, it's okay that she kidnaps them because according to, like, most versions of the tale, she only chose to abduct children of neglectful and abusive parents so i mean okay you know fair you you don't deserve your kids anymore she then brings them home protecting them under her breasts and treats them as a loving grandmother would which
0: (laughs) i legit was just about to say grandma way way
1: (laughs) way, way. i will say i'm soups glad my grandma didn't love me this much. (laughs) I don't want to be tucked in under her boob, although they were not quite that long. (laughs) Not quite. So she never harms the children in most of the tales. Most of. Most of the tales. And most of the time they're not afraid of her or anything like that. She does consider returning the children to their parents if the parents properly repent, which I hope she's a strict judge because like abusive people can be a little manipulative so i hope she can see through that nonsense that's a mythical all-knowing spirit
0: (laughs) maybe that's why she became the spirits because she's like i see your bullshit i see you lie to me bitch (laughs) get the titties (laughs) in the face you
1: with my (laughs) (laughs) glad to know we were both going there So the tale is frequently used to scare young children. uh, Parents often gloss over the fact that it's only like children of abusive parents that are stolen. So maybe you should take a look inward. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and I I hope it serves more of a purpose as like a warning to abusive parents instead of a warning to children.
0: Yeah, like don't grow up and be an asshole parent. Otherwise, your kids will get taken away.
1: For real which is like how it should be yeah <laughs> you know there are alternative versions of the story as there are often variations in folklore depending on the region some versions say that Weiwei just kidnaps children in general and forces them to eat human excrement yeah <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> the twist is that to the child the poo appears to be their favorite food now i don't know if it like then tastes like poo afterward or what like there were no description but that seems pretty messed up way way that's way way different than we thought you were. <laughs> other stories say that children will experience hallucinations during their time with way way and she makes the child mute so they can't share the story of their experiences when they are sent home mm. dun, dun, dun. on this website that i don't know how to pronounce merdeka.com I think it was an Indonesian website that I had to translate to English which is always interesting to see how that comes out (laughs) Uh, their version of Weiwei Gamble's story says that in order to locate the child that was kidnapped by Weiwei you have to walk around the village beating a tampa which is a large tray (laughs) made of woven bamboo and singing blek blek ting blek blek ting (laughs)
0: you were about to say tampon
1: <laughs> what oh beating a large tampon <laughs> singing black black ting black, black. and then the name of the missing child they sing this a total of seven times to find their child so i guess there it's not just like abusive parents that get their children taken away now i said i wasn't really going to touch on true crime much but Weiwei Gombal Wei gamble has made an appearance in cases of missing children quite a few, but I just picked one that stood out. Um, according to Vice, a child went missing in Medan back in 2017, and Weiwei was considered to be the culprit.
0: Ooh.
1: A young boy disappeared without a trace after running into the woods one night, and the next day his family spent hours looking for him but were unable to. One of them began to cite the adzan, which is the Islamic call to prayer, you know please reach out if i pronounced it inc- incorrectly the boy then emerged from some bushes completely disoriented and probably smelling like under sweat
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when they hang that low is it really sweat i'm especially when she holds them up like that
1: um yeah maybe I'm she airs it dream. out <laughs> she doesn't wear a top in most photos <laughs> So uh, they, they decided Weiwei Wei Gamble was the culprit and they had taken them. And there was actually a video. This was really interesting. There was a video of the group finding the boy in the bushes like the boy comes out and he is really like disoriented looking like he's confused. But I mean that the plant life is just insane in that he could have gotten like tangled up in there or something but he's okay and it was really heartwarming though when his father was like reunited with him i don't think this was one of the parents we were talking about earlier you can just kind of tell he yeah. was like t- so it was, oh my god my boy i know ugly crying because like it was just he was so happy to see his son <laughs> but anyway he really was so the nicest guy he was just the nicest guy so it was probably not Weiwei Wei that time
0: Maybe Weiwei's distant cousin. Nene.
1: Nene. Weiwei is known for leaving her undergarments around everywhere. People have reported finding extremely large bras that couldn't possibly belong to anyone just hanging on their clothes. <laughs> Just walk outside what? and there's like an enormous bra. Why can I fit inside of this <laughs> thing? And they and they burn them when they find them. But I wanna know like who is making these bras? That has to be so expensive. <laughs> Minor <laughs> well,
0: undergarments. Could this could Weiwei Wei possibly wear?
1: An enormous bra. Just, she just real, roll like, them up. Tube socks just... sewn onto some strings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the well, bra. There's only
1: one woman who could wear that outfit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> way, way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: way, way. Uh, yeah. So they, they just burn the bras. Gives a new meaning to bra burning i guess <laughs> 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 and although Weiwei gombel varies across folklore from a motherly figure that raises kidnapped children as her own to a child napping demon that forces them to eat poo it may comfort you to know that for the most part she is considered a heroine someone who saves children from the lives they do not so deserve and that's Weiwei. Wei. you can catch her in some modern pop culture Really? There are two movies about her. There's an Indonesian film that was in 1988 called Wei Gamble, and a film in 2012 called Legenda Weiwei Gamble. I haven't seen those. You can also catch her in the HBO series Folklore. Oh. So the, the very first episode is called A Mother's Love, and that's about her. Oh, wow. So I tried to watch it, but it's on the HBO extension, and I already have stars,
0: so... Uh, well i have hbo so i'll, I'll see if i can find you
1: watch you can see watch but yeah that's uh that's it started with a murder ended with some titty jokes
0: <laughs> they were the breast uh,
1: they were the breast and you know you know where to follow us on social media you'll hear the spiel at the end of the show we're gonna try our best to be consistent yes with new episodes we I actually haven't even checked in a little while, but we even during our hiatus started picking up a little bit of listenership. So yeah. I don't know what we I don't know what we did, but apparently you like keep us. It, keep up the good work, you guys listening, yeah. and also us, <laughs> just you know, providing the entertainment. And we love you, and
0: we'll we see you, you next week. We appreciate you, all of you, all of you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for
1: listening to Murder Mystery, theme song by Luella Gren, logo by Lexi Wilson. New episodes air every Sunday on Apple, Google, Spotify, pretty much everywhere you get your podcasts. This podcast is currently entirely self-funded, so in order to keep it going, we really rely on word of mouth. So if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, review, and of course, tell your friends. If you have questions, corrections, or location and story suggestions, you can email us at murdermysterypodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at murdermystery. And don't forget to join us again next week.